I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, November 14th. The Quincy City Council has approved the taking of the IHOP restaurant property in Quincy Center. Officials last night voted unanimously in favor of the eminent domain taking of the property for $9.45 million. The 43,000-square-foot lot is owned by LBC Developers of Boston. A land disposition agreement will now be created to transfer the land to Atlantic Development of Hingham, which has proposed a seven-story, 300-unit apartment building with ground-level retail that may include a Trader Joe's market, a restaurant, and a bank. The city also wants to build a 1,000-space parking garage at that site and has applied for a $75 million state grant for the garage. The Quincy City Council wants the intersection of East Squantum Street and Quincy Shore Drive to be redesigned to improve safety. The council approved a resolution introduced by Ward 6 Councilor William Harris last night calling on the administration to work with the state to secure the funding needed to redesign that intersection. The resolution also calls on the city traffic engineer to conduct a study and a review of cut-through traffic affecting the North Quincy and Beach Street area. The resolution says the cut-through traffic between Hancock Street and Quincy Shore Drive is creating a safety issue for pedestrians, including children on their way to school. The resolution was approved and placed into committee for further discussion. There are three new Quincy firefighters on the job. A swearing-in ceremony was held yesterday at Quincy City Hall, where Jonathan Conso, Timothy Barron, and Jake Williamson took the oath to join the ranks of the Quincy Fire Department. Mayor Thomas Koch and Fire Chief Joe Jackson looked on as City Clerk Nicole Crispo conducted the ceremony in the Great Hall at City Hall. Supporters and opponents of the use of painful electric shocks on people with disabilities testified about that practice at a legislative hearing yesterday. The State House is the latest battleground over the long-debated practice, which is used in only one place in the country, the Judge Rottenberg Center in Canton. Fifty-three students can receive the shock. State Representative Danielle Gregoire from Marlboro is sponsoring a bill that would ban its use on people with disabilities. She received the shock herself. Jennifer Sumba, a former student at the school, also testified before the Joint Committee on Children, Families, and Persons with Disabilities about what it was like to live with the device that delivers the shock. The graduated electronic decelerator, or GED, she said it was terrifying, but parents with children at the Rottenberg Center stand by what they call life-saving treatment. Eversource is issuing a reminder about utility imposter scams as we move into the busy holiday season. The scams can take different forms. Sometimes it'll be a threatening phone call warning that your power will be shut off. Other times it may be a fake website. Sometimes imposters may come to the door pretending to represent the utility company. Eversource also warns that scammers may go door-to-door offering lower energy costs if customers switch their energy provider. For more information about energy supplies in the state, visit the Office of the Attorney General website. Customers should never provide personal, financial, or account information to an unsolicited person. 
If you're unsure if a call is legitimate, just hang up and call Eversource back. Field workers carry identification and wear company-branded clothing and drive company vehicles. Customers that are being disconnected due to non-payment will receive a written notice ahead of time with information on how to avoid a shutoff. Representatives will never ask to meet in a department or a grocery store for payments. Massachusetts officials launched a work authorization clinic for migrants staying in emergency shelters yesterday, four days after the state's system hit capacity. The clinic was first announced in late October as Governor Mara Healey sought to find ways to help free up space in the emergency shelter system. It is the product of a partnership between the state and the U.S. Department of Homeland Security designed to help those in emergency shelters support themselves and eventually find housing outside the system. Officials said at the time that the clinic would be held in Middlesex County, Lieutenant Governor Kim Driscoll said the clinic was set to open yesterday, but its specific location would not be disclosed to the public due to safety concerns. Driscoll said the clinic will be able to take in hundreds of people a day. Well, after nearly seven decades of feeding hungry customers on the South Shore, a family-run pizza shop is planning to close at the end of the year. Deneno's Pizza on Pearl Street in Stoughton near the Canton Line will serve its last pies on December 31st. It has been in business for 68 years. In their announcement, the family explained they've been considering closing for several years. The announcement thanked both customers and employees for the role they played in the business. After the iconic sign came down from Fenway Park last year, the John Hancock signature is now officially lighting up Boston skyline. The John Hancock sign was hoisted up on the company's U.S. headquarters in the back bay on Berkeley Street in late October. The sign had yet to be lit up. After days of testing the lights, the company was able to officially start lighting the sign at sundown each day starting late last week. The sign will be lit every day approximately 15 minutes before sundown until about 15 minutes after sunrise going forward. A check of business news. This morning stocks are mixed. The Dow is up 54. The Nasdaq dropped 30. The S&P fell 3. Asian stocks mostly higher. The dollar is down. The euro fell. Oil at $78 a barrel. Sports Celtics beat the Knicks 114 to 98. They'll be in Philly tomorrow night at 7.30. Tonight the Bruins are in Buffalo at 7. The National Weather Service forecast. For today, partly cloudy at a high 47 degrees. Clear tonight, low 32. Mostly sunny tomorrow and a high of 49. Thursday, sunny and a high of 58. Cloudy, but a high of 64 for Friday. For the boater, waves about a foot. Northwest wind at 5 knots, becoming northerly later today and a high tide at 11.32 this morning. Sunrise at 6.32, sets at 4.23. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, November 14th.